one of the other pastors here at the church. So Friday night, my wife Pam and I went out for our annual Christmas date night at the mall to finish up our Christmas shopping. It was super exciting, I'll tell you what, just like amazing Christmas experience, you know what I'm saying? Now when I get in these stores, I watch people. I watch people around me see what they're up to. I saw one lady in Target playing with a blue dinosaur that was lighting up and making noises, and she was certainly pondering whether she should buy this for some significant other. I saw some other husbands like myself having a magical time going through the mall, just shopping and shopping and shopping. It was amazing. I overheard a college student telling her friend that she had maxed out her credit card, she had maxed out her boyfriend's credit card, and now she was on her third credit card, and it was almost maxed out. What a spirit of giving, huh? That's what Christmas is all about. I saw a family with two children being dragged through the mall by parents, you know, grabbing them by the hand, telling them to behave, handing them a phone, telling them to behave, handing them a phone, dragging them around. I, I saw a bunch of people, like robots, just walking around carrying bags. Like robots doing their annual Christmas dance. Now, I'll tell you, when I look back at this and step back, I'm like, whoa. This is kind of a mess. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. What a Scrooge. Bah humbug. I feel sorry for your wife, Klein. Right? She has to deal with you, your kids, with this attitude you have. Well, look, in my defense, I love Christmas. I put up as many Christmas lights as I'm allowed to. In fact, one year my house was on the top ten in Wheaton list for the most lights. I got like a Clark Griswold, a regular Clark Griswold. So I don't see about coming to Christmas, but I do join Charlie Brown in asking the question, does anyone know what Christmas is all about? Maybe that's why we came here this morning, hoping that we can catch a glimpse of what it's really all about. In the midst of everything else we're going through, maybe we can catch a small glimpse. Now, I want to look at one scripture passage this morning, just really one verse, but I'm going to set this up before we read the verse. The angel Gabriel is sent to Nazareth, a small little hamlet in the middle of nowhere that no one really cares about, to a small teenage girl named Mary, who probably nobody knows who she is except for a few people in her town. She's pledged to be married to Joseph, and she's a virgin. The angel comes to her and he says, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. It says in the, in the book of Luke that Mary is troubled by this greeting Wondering what kind of greeting this might be. Then Gabriel, after telling her, don't be afraid, Mary. Don't be troubled. You're going to have a son. He's going to be called Jesus. He will reign on the throne of his father, David, and his kingdom will never end. Whoa. Mary asked the obvious question based on her marital status and her status in general. She says, wait a minute. How is this going to happen? How is this going to be? I'm a virgin. And then this verse shows up in Luke. Here's Gabriel's answer. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Now that word, overshadow, jumped out at me this Advent like it never has before. I started looking at this and thought, wow, so Mary's going to have this baby because the the power and presence of God is going to overshadow her life. Then I started looking in the Bible and realized this word overshadows everywhere. Genesis chapter 1, the Holy Spirit overshadows the deep, dark nothingness and speaks to it and out comes creation. 
people of Israel are on Mount Sinai, and the cloud of God overshadows the, the mountain, and out come the Ten Commandments, God's word to his people. I keep going, right? This word overshadowing means it's the presence and power of God to produce his will and purposes in a life. It envelops someone and produces something beyond your ability and greater than yourself. Something you could never produce in your own life. So Mary is going to be overshadowed. And this miraculous birth is going to happen. I love Mary's response to all this. She says, may it be unto me as you have said. In other words, yes, I will receive God's overshadowing presence and power to make this miraculous thing happen. I'm in. So I think that's what this Christmas is all about. Saying yes to the overshadowing presence of God. Saying yes, God, overshadow my life, creating something in me that I can't possibly create myself. Make something in me happen that's beyond my ability. Overshadow me with your presence, with your power. Do something amazing. Have you ever had one of these experiences? I was thinking about my life, and I, I thought back to a Christmas concert at Wheaton North High School, a public high school in Wheaton. I don't know, my kids were probably in the choir or the orchestra or something, and we went to the concert. The last song that night was the Hallelujah Chorus. Remember the band and the orchestra started, the choir started? One person stood up and started to sing with them. Then another person, another person, pretty soon we were all standing, singing the Hallelujah Chorus in a public school. I bet half the people had no idea what was going on, but I can tell you what happened that night. Somewhere in the midst of that, that Hallelujah Chorus, the overshadowing presence of God fell in that auditorium, and people walked out saying, something's going on here that I can't explain. There was like the talk of the town for a few days after that. Because people experienced something beyond their ability, the power and presence of a God who was beyond, above and beyond them, working out his purposes in their lives. That is awesome. Now Mary's only response to this is to worship. Whenever you're overshadowed by the presence of the Lord, you can only worship. So she sings out, My soul glorifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Now, I believe when we come to worship, you can just sit in your chair and you can whatever, listen to music, but guess what? The overshadowing presence and power of God is in this room. Because we've invited him here over and over again. And when God's people gather together with together to worship him, his overshadowing presence is here. Here's the thing for you this morning. You can either say, yes, God, overshadow my life, produce in me something beyond my ability, beyond my comprehension, or you can just sit back and not really catch that this morning. So when the overshadowing presence of God approaches you as we behold the Lamb together, I hope your response will be the same as Mary. Yes, God. Yes, overshadow me. Wash over me. Make something new happen to me that I, I can't explain. Will that be your response this morning? I hope so. Let's pray together. Lord God, we know you're here in this room, in this space. We know we're, we're about to celebrate you with this amazing music that was anointed by your spirit at some point in the life of Andrew Peterson. We pray, Lord, that as we worship this morning, you would overshadow us. And we could receive from you something that is way bigger 
than anything we could produce. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray all these things. Amen.